0: Welcome into the Dadverb Podcast, where we chat about parenting from the lens of a dad. My name's Andrew, and I am joined by Ben Brown. Ben, happy
1: happy early 4th of July, my man. How you been? Oh, it is full-on 4th of July here. So it's July 3rd, and we've been playing um, a little game in South Carolina we like to call Gunfire or Fireworks. (laughs) Since probably July 1st. Yep. Um, yep. and it will yep. probably continue until almost the 10th so yeah man exciting times here i'm in texas so yeah, <laughs> yeah I, feel, I
0: know that game all <laughs> too to play well the same game yeah and uh, when you for, yeah, because like there are like restrictions when you get to like inland uh in toward like dallas proper but when you start going right out uh start out like way past the suburbs uh you know yep. 30 miles north of dallas so we start getting into like mckinney melissa anna texas new hope Mm -hmm. texas these towns that you've never really heard of that's where the fireworks start really popping off uh oh yeah and or or just straight up gunfire so we don't know
1: um but yeah yeah that's a game dude yeah we Uh, we live in an area that has a lot of like big private properties um so we live in a neighborhood but a bunch of people around us are old school been here for you know Thirty years and have ten acres or whatever. So, uh, yeah, firing guns off in the middle of the night till two a.m. to celebrate America, America, is, uh, pretty, Star-spangled pretty awesome. common occurrence there. Yeah, yeah, I mean Memorial Day, <laughs> Memorial Day, New Year's, and Fourth of July are all uh, big, big gunfire or fireworks holidays around here. Well,
0: listen, I uh, this is uh, what I've said this for years, but like. Fourth of July is kind of one of my favorite holidays. Now I know it's kind of like a throwaway holiday for a lot of people out mm-hmm. there, but for me, I've always called it Summer Thanksgiving. Right? This is when yeah. I, Dad can become a Dad, right, and go full Grill right. Master mode, right, and go <laughs> something simple, burgers and dogs, or mm-hmm. uh, you know what we're doing tomorrow? We're doing uh, uh, pork shoulder. We got to smoke briskets. We've got uh, you know uh, we've got we've got the stuff. You know, so, um, you know, we the, the, uh, other year, in years past kept it simple. Burgers, dogs, watermelon, the good stuff, right. you know, delicious. It's I love it. It's summer Thanksgiving, yeah. man. All the, all the delicious. But uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we're going we're going all out with the brisket. Um, I might be doing some burnt ends. Got some because uh, I like the burnt ends. It's weird. Um, oh, so burnt ends I, it's are fantastic, dude. I am so pumped for tomorrow, man. It's going to be great. What's tomorrow going to look like <laughs> for you?
1: Uh, tomorrow I think is going to be pretty relaxed for us. Um, so no big plans. Luckily my wife is off. So we're going to be full force, uh, in handling the kids all day long, which is going to be a big plus. It's the first in a couple of years. So she uh, mm-hmm. works in a hospital. So normally she's, you know, hot, the holidays she's there working. Um, so when you blow your hand off, you know, you go yep. and see her. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yep. should be, uh, should be pretty relaxed for us tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to do a pool day with some friends Um, probably cook out a little bit, eat something, hang out, and uh, you know, not make too many plans. That's the way it goes, man. I love it because every year we do the same
0: thing. It's just like a bunch of family gets together, primarily uh, Katie's extended family, and it's just a pool party, man. I, you know, I I do wish I had shed more LBs, uh, but you know, whatever, it's fine. I will.
1: It is what it is, man. You got to love the body you're in, man. You have priorities. And Dad bod, bro. Somebody that, made yeah. a joke the other day that said, like, uh, if you're in super good shape, you may not be, like, a great dad. Because it takes so much work to be yeah. in really, really good shape all the time. Yeah. And it's like, look, if you're really focused on being a great dad, you may not have a six-pack, and that's probably okay. Yeah, did, now, I don't know. For the lucky it, few of you out there that that works for, mm-hmm. great. More power to you. But I am not... I'm a I'm a natural refrigerator man myself. That's just the way I, I work out so that I can eat,
0: you know. So whatever comes <laughs> off goes right back in. Man. I did we chat yeah, about that last ends, episode? Right? I feel like I just heard a yeah, a few burn ends, more than a few. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I feel like I heard that about like um that it's along the similar lines is like, listen, if you got six pack yeah. abs, you're a terrible father. You're not paying attention to your kids. <laughs>
1: no, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there's somebody out there that's a great dad with washboard abs. That's going to write in the comments like, I'm a great father. I a great, and yeah. I get it. You probably are. I'm just yeah. here to make myself feel better and I have the platform to do it. So that's Yo, what I'm going to use it for.
0: It's my brother-in-law, man. My brother-in-law, he looks like a ninja turtle. I mean, you know, like the, like the, the, the shell he ha- of the Turtles has like a six pack. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. His name's Cam. The dude just like looks like that. He works yeah. out every day. He looks fantastic. He recently had like some sort of stomach bug. They had like do like tests. It's like really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But he shredded 20 pounds and like he looks even better than he did. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> he had horrific a stomach virus and looks better. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, man. I That's wish I wild. could have for freaking Crohn's disease now and and lose I don't know but I'll, uh, <laughs> but no he looks fantastic but um yeah man Fourth of July gonna be really fun uh I, it's something that I've always enjoyed and I get to wear my favorite stance socks that looks like American flag it's got like th- th- red white and blue stars and stripes it's obnoxious but those are my socks that I get to wear uh and there yeah it's, it's just fun it's just fun that we get to flex that stuff I think do I don't no. know if we still have international viewers. But um, I don't know. I I I don't know about the stats. I remember early on, early I like 4th, days. I feel
1: like Fourth of July is famous enough where we don't need to explain it, though. Right. right. Well, is, like, quick, we, quick, I don't need to explain it.
0: I it's it, America's independence,
1: and that's about it. Yeah. So we take it. take every stereotype about America involving NASCAR, jean shorts, and American flag related Bear apparel. Pong. Yeah. <laughs> mash it all together and you've got Fourth of July.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I've heard in England that they throw um I think they're called American parties, where uh like, you know, college age <laughs> English people would like you know, throw American parties and they would have like red yeah. solo cups and they would play beer pong because apparently that's a uniquely American thing uh
1: to play beer yeah. pong with solo with
0: uh, I think the red yeah. solo cups like with solo cups.
1: Yep. Yeah, um, it's like I, iconic peanut butter and jelly. Is like pretty uniquely American, yeah. From what I've heard, (laughs) Um, I'm I'm assuming. I mean, smoked meats are pretty universal, though. So that was that was my question. So you mentioned there's brisket, there's pork shoulder, and some burn ends and stuff. Who's doing what, and are you responsible for any of it?
0: Um. Okay. So I want to be, but uh, a buddy of mine who's also named Andrew, uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. He's just better than me at it. So he's doing it. He's doing a lot of me. We're doing <laughs> yeah. the sides. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm good at the sides, man. Hey, man I'm really good at the are sides.
1: Important.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, you know what? Can, can we just play a quick game real quick? All right. Yeah. So ideal 4th of July. We're going to get into the dad stuff in a little bit. Okay. But like, yeah, I ideal 4th of July meal. Okay. Sure. Let's Let's go main course. Okay. And then two sides and a dessert. And Mm. a drink. So let's start with the main course. What's an ideal main
1: course for 4th of July for you? Main course? Yeah. Um, I mean, pretty much any outdoor celebration, because I'm I'm a suburban male over the age of 30, which means I'm, like, either really into golf or bourbon or smoking meats. So, like, some sort of smoked meat. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, like, a brisket. Like, a really, like, top-notch quality brisket Okay, is... Just because I love it and I think it's – it takes so much time and effort to do, right, to get it right. There's a lot of dedication, man. To cook that for people, right. So much planning that goes into it. Like I did one for Memorial Day. It took me 20 hours. Mm-hmm. I did twenty. Oh, it was nineteen and a half hours of smoking, resting, like yeah. doing everything. Like, it was such a commitment to, to yeah. make that thing. You set like timers um, in the middle of the night. Oh, so you yeah, get up and tend to like up a baby. at like two in the morning, and then yeah. it's raining and it's cold, so the temperature won't come up. I mean, it was, it was brutal, but it was good when it when it was all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would either be that or going back to just like super simple nostalgia: burgers, hot dogs, maybe some sausages. Yep. um yep. As, as like the main course just super simple you know backyard barbecue stuff um, where everybody's just hanging out eating whatever is is you, great
0: you know what i think's underrated when you go to like barbecue places or whatever and they've got like all of you know fixings and stuff i think sausages mm. are actually underrated especially like jalapeno sausages 100% i think they're so good man like i it's like because my focus is always like so much on like Right. You know, ri- ribs and brisket and all that i love me some ribs but um yeah it's it's uh, it's good yeah uh, I, I love the sausages but echoing what you're saying it, because you went brisket i think honestly i'm kind of in that same camp uh but for the yep. sake of diversity i think i would just you know an all-time classic favorite meal is just a simple cheeseburger sesame seed bun love mm-hmm. it uh so i'd probably be my pick um and and going back to the brisket thing, my buddy Andrew, he's on it like literally right now. I think he's like getting things prepped. Yeah. He's doing um. He's trying he, must, he must
1: be starting somewhere around now.
0: Yeah, around now. Yeah, I think so. And it's gonna be all night long. And he's doing two, two different flavors. One's the traditional, kind of smoky, all that. And he's trying a new one. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a sweet meat kind of a thing. It's like a sweet kalua thing. I uh that's Ooh. that's not the brisket meat. That, that uh that's not beef, that's pork. He's doing like a sweet. It's gonna be Kahlua. The pork, yeah. I think so. So I don't know how he's doing it, but he found something he's like pretty excited about. But he's he's doing too. So I'm like, man, props, props. But okay, so we've got the main course. You went brisket. I right. went burger. What are your sides to go mm-hmm. with the
1: brisket? Uh, sides with brisket, I love like bacon wrapped jalapenos. Always, Ooh. I think are are like Ooh. one of my absolute favorites. Just like a bacon wrapped jalapeno, smoked for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I also count smaller cut meats as a side. So like Uh, uh, pork belly burnt ends are phenomenal. That's like one of my favorite little appetizers to make. Um, And then like mac and cheese, always a classic Uh, pasta salad, always a classic. Like Mm -hmm. I like those big hitters, right? The big hitters were like your grandma made it and then your mom made it. And like, it was at every cookout you ever had. So like, we always had Italian dressed pasta salad. We always had um, usually like macaroni and cheese. We always had some kind of cold dish like a potato salad mm-hmm. um, that was always mm-hmm. excellent. Like, see, and that's I mean, my pick right there. You I always got salad. like somebody's grandma or auntie with the like the jiggly arms. Like you know she <laughs> made some kind of killer potato salad that was unbelievable, <laughs> and you know she just cr- and there was no recipe. It was just yeah. a little bit of this, a dash of that, a pinch of this, and it was magic. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for.
0: Oh, man. That's funny. I know exactly the, the jiggly arms where the triceps are supposed to be, but it's all just jiggle and skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, in the, you know in she the Mormon cooks. world. You know she cooks. cooks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the you Mormon know she world. she knows how to cook. <laughs> they, uh, they refer to that as Relief Society arms in the, in the Mormon world because Relief Society is like <laughs> – it's like the community of women – that, like, kind of mm-hmm. that take charge of a lot of events and stuff like that in their church. Uh, but it, a lot of the women have that, and it's just called relief Society Arms. But I know what you're talking about because they make the best food. But, yeah, um, yeah for me, if I'm going to go side – you know, I don't know that it's the best side with a burger, but, like, I love potato salad. Like, I think it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love a good cold potato salad. Uh, I would probably be my first pick. I – and there, I, I love everything. You know, I love just freaking. I, I love corn on the cob. I love seeing mm-hmm. it in my poop after because it doesn't fully digest because I eat it too fast. It does not digest. No, never, <laughs> never. Um,
1: just suck it down.
0: I like deviled eggs. I know that's kind of weird. I love deviled eggs. I like the fart. I like the tummy
1: troubles. Oh, they're but so I'm like, good. Oh,
0: all right, it's so good. I love they're deviled eggs. So egg. good. Uh, and you I, can,
1: I, there's I, so many variations of deviled eggs that you can oh, make. Too. There's like a lot. Do, Candied bacon, jalapeno, regular put mm-hmm. relish, no relish. I mean, there's a whole universe of deviled eggs that you can enjoy out there. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, so um, I, I would probably
0: pick I, – I you said mac and cheese, and I love that pick. I would probably mm-hmm. just go really simple, just – uh, potato salad and then just sliced up watermelon now sliced up watermelon on 4th of mm. july is different than sliced up watermelon okay because i've seen different variations oh, it where they different. do it to like little little sticks or something like that not just triangles triangles are always good but i've seen people cut watermelon in such unique ways on 4th of july and i love mm-hmm. it it's amazing uh so yeah i'd probably just do that hey going back to the mac and cheese do you like right. the frou-frou mix it up like garlic mac or
1: you know like truffle or are you just simple so i've i've done a couple of like you know weird variations on mac and cheese one of my favorites so far has been pretty traditional mac and cheese like you make your own cheese sauce and all that stuff um but you put it on the smoker for like a couple hours to cook it Mm -hmm. down and it gives it that like real nice like crispy outside kind of smoke flavor on the inside and then the real the real key is you cook down a pound of bacon really finely chopped mm-hmm. cook down mm-hmm. a pound of bacon mm-hmm. mix that into your mac and cheese then with your breadcrumb topping you actually take all your breadcrumbs you soak up the the rendered bacon fat in the breadcrumbs and then uh-huh. put that over the top and make your Ooh. topping so you get that this sounds, like oh it is. I mean you can feel your arteries clogging while you eat it cuz it's like a pound <laughs> of cream cheese and like six different cheeses and then you set it on the smoker for a few hours but man it is so unbelievably good. That I mean, sounds it is, it's like magic in a pan.
0: That sounds fantastic. I feel like, is that like a southern take on it or something like that? I don't know what that sounds. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. I found I found a YouTube video of a very a very hefty gentleman um cooking smoked mac and cheese with a very very thick accent and i was like i trust what he has to say because like he's he's not going to steer me wrong i think no. his name was like billy and he he was he a good old he boy was, you know oh he was a good old boy he was from deep down in it um and i was like i trust what this man has to say when it comes to smoked anything
0: see that's the thing i'm i, I i'm a puerto rican chinese kid who grew up in new york new jersey i saw like you know, we've got great food, but like there's some things when like, in like on a cultural cuisine I just I wasn't exposed to, you know? Uh and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It sounds good. And uh I feel like I'd be very no, open to it. Unreal. Good take, good take. Yeah. Um but I wanted to moving forward. Okay, so I wanted to hit on something that we that we kinda touched on at the end of last week, right? It was like, hey, what's mm-hmm. something that you learned, what's something that you wanna work on? Yeah. Okay. Uh and I, I, the main thing that I touched on was just like patience with my daughter. She's really mm-hmm. much more mobile. She's in a developmental stage where she's learning new things. She's, uh, she's walking even more. She's learning how her body moves. She's like her brain is yeah. firing on all cylinders cylinders because she's speaking more. She's saying Baba, Mama. She's like requesting things. And awesome. uh, you know, despite all that, I'm trying to be patient. And what I learned this week is that I'm absolute failure at patience and i have a long way to go i keep i keep in cool and not just me and my wife too man we're both guilty we're like holy mm-hmm. sh- this is so difficult it like yeah. it's not like our evenings have not been fun dude it is so hard. like yeah. i'm not ju- like from five o'clock to seven o'clock she gets up from her nap at four and like the whole time until bedtime she's screaming She's just she's like just mad. N- not even. She's just. She she likes. She she screams think she's to just be like picked up or whatever. Exploring
1: her voice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then yeah. she'll like stop and give me a smile. Like, uh, yep. I know how to push her buttons. And then oh, she, it's yeah. like a cause and effect thing that she's exploring. Yep. <sighs> uh and yeah, it that is uh,
1: that is trying that, the that's toddler a phase. That's a grind for sure. So yeah, um, our, um our son's doing a little bit of the same thing right now where he's mm-hmm. um, you know, he's about to be three in August. So like he's, he's getting into his three major phase. He, he knows what he wants. He knows what he likes. He knows um, that he wants to do everything himself, which I had a conversation with my mom the other day and I was like, my toddler is incredibly independent and doesn't want help from anyone. And then as I was saying it, I thought about it and I was like, that's me and my wife. Where that we, he is an exact mirror of who we are as people because we're like, Mm -hmm. no, we'll figure it out. I'll do it myself. I don't need your help. I just need time to figure it out. Yeah, Um, you know, just leave me alone and I'll get it. Um, And and we realize that, yeah, that's all cropping up in our toddler too. Um, So that's been super challenging. Um, like even tonight right like bedtime took like an hour and a half and it was just because like he wanted to wrestle and then read a bunch of books and do this and do that and then he's like jumping around the room and you know no i'm not going to do this i'm going to do it this way no i'm not going to do that and like the whole day was like that yeah um, of just sort of being argumentative and then when things don't go his way just like really kind of lashing out and so Mm -hmm. we had to have some very uh close talking conversations in target where i was just gritting my teeth and going okay like what you're doing is not okay and that's not how you speak to us and this is what i expect of you yeah it's like if you don't you get strapped back in the cart and that's it like that's the end of it yeah Uh, yeah so really just challenging day overall so i feel you for sure dude uh
0: i feel like i'm in such different emotions with each of my kids right now so sienna love her she's my baby girl mm-hmm. but she's just in a hard phase man this toddler phase and it's it's going to be like this for like the next year right i feel like from 12 yeah. to 24 months is just a grind right and that's just one yeah. right that's not even technically terrible twos because then from right. 20 you know 24 months on it's it's like you know it's it's a grind and i feel like three there's some mm-hmm. go into that three major phase, and then others are a little bit more like ah oh, cake. Um, but right. I know that the next, you know, twelve to sixteen months with her, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a grind. We have a flight coming up end of the month, and like I'm mm-hmm. a guy who's like made a couple videos on YouTube, like hey, here here's how to travel with your kids. Here's some great <laughs> bro. That okay, that's dad verb talking. That's not right. Andrew talking. That's Dadverb talking, right? Me, yep. that's, Andrew, that's I'm like, I'm about side. to lose my damn mind. Like, well, this is going to yeah. suck. So, <laughs> like, I I have to, like, look back at this videos. So I'm like, what am I telling myself? Like, I don't, yeah. you know.
1: How so, do I give myself a pep talk for my own video to, like, get ready yeah. for this? Like, what do I, you know, what have I forgotten that I need to do? Literally.
0: He- Colin and Henry are gonna be cake, man. They're gonna be awesome. They're just gonna play games. I'm probably yeah, gonna play Pokemon smart. with with Henry, like side by side. We I'll get into that in a sec. Mm-hmm. But uh Colin will probably just wanna watch shows or sleep. That's that's it. Uh Sienna is gonna be the one who's gonna be like, What's what the she's she either gonna be yeah. walking around and slapping at other people's like, you know, trays and chairs and all that stuff. Right. Or, you know, what like what's how, the legal limit? The uh, uh
1: two and a half hours. So, okay, so like a reasonable flight time. So you're not like on like a 15-hour flight, flight or anything no, like that.
0: No, very reasonable, 1-hour okay. time difference. We're going from Central Time to Mountain Time. Hopefully that's not going to throw okay. off their sleep schedule too much. You know, so it's all reasonable, mm-hmm. but just that 2-hour
1: block is just like, y'all man, how yep. like it's the 2-hour block where you have no way to stop or like you can't do anything. If she starts losing her mind, it's like you're going to do everything you can to keep her in check. Yeah, but like you're in a hollow metal tube going 700 miles an hour through the sky. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do,
0: uh, and you know I have had five family members be like Benadryl.
1: I'm like, <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's, let's say they're not wrong. They're not wrong.
0: I know, I know right?
1: So <laughs> they're really, it's, it's down to it. They're not wrong.
0: I know, and that's where there is kind of like. You know, dad verb content creator. Like, what do you? What your terrible parent? There's Andrew. I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe. I
1: don't know. <laughs> here's, the, here's the secret to traveling with your child. Your toddler Drugs. drug them, and then they'll wake up when you get there.
0: It's it's it's, yeah. uh,
1: it's it's my mom.
0: She's just like, that's what we did to you. I'm like, did mm-hmm. you? She's like,
1: yeah. And yeah. that's my my
0: mother-in-law, uh, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law. They just travel with the toddlers. All I'm like, it. I was all drugging the damn kids. I'm like, well, maybe.
1: We haven't. Well, is it? Mm. I mean, their kids are fine. It might be okay. <laughs> They're functional. Like, they, they have. You start. Two to, arms you start right? to learn all these. Like I feel like as you have your own kids and you get older, you start to learn all these secrets about like how you were raised and what your parents had. Like, Yo, it's all shortcuts. Like, I found out that the reason I got chicken pox when I was little is because like my mom admitted this to me later. Like my cousin got chicken pox when I was probably three. Yeah. And she brought me over to their house and was chicken like, pox well, party. he's going to need to get chicken pox at some point. And like you might as well get him now so you don't get like shingles when you're an adult. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so she – I remember vividly like standing in my cousin's room and she was like, oh, your cousin really doesn't feel good. Like why don't you go give him a hug and make him feel better? And like apparently <laughs> oh. I walked over and like gave my cousin a hug. <laughs> And, and then there it is. Two days later, I had just covered head to toe in chickenpox, and oh, I was like, that's "Oh bad. no, I shouldn't have given him a hug." And oh, then, of course, man. it's like you know, years down the road, she's like, "Yeah, I mean, I knew you were going to get it, but it was better for you to get it then than to, you know, because there wasn't a at that point there wasn't a chickenpox vaccine, so it was yeah. just like yeah. you just had to get it." get over it i got my kids are all you know vaccinated against it but i just had to get it and live through it and be fine
0: that's so funny i mean i've heard of that though like parents like doing like chicken box parties where they like intentionally Mm -hmm. get everybody sick just to get it over with
1: chicken box get them over it
0: and on one hand i'm like i get it you just build the immunity whatever and on the other it's like there's like this morality standpoint it's like you're intentionally having (laughs) kids suffer through a week for just i don't know the line. I don't know. I, it's funny because it, I remember. I've been any
1: worse than drugging them for a flight.
0: Right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
1: we all know. Okay, it's fine. just for d- clarity,
0: d- d- it's probably not good for you to just like essentially drug your kids on flight with bed drill, make them sleep <laughs> through the flight. Okay. Yeah. We know the, the right and wrong. We but understand then the reality of it. There's a, we know a damn good amount of people have done mm-hmm. it. So, uh,
1: you know, <laughs> we, we Hopefully know that what they just slept for the whole seven hour flight. I don't know how that happened. happened. They're it's just, just really lucky. I guess. They're just
0: so tired. They had, they ran yeah, a lot so before tired. the flight. So yeah, I know. Oh, but, God. um, yeah, dude. So I, uh, with, with all of our kids, I'm having just different emotions, right? So I've, I've covered off mm-hmm. on, um, uh, on Sienna. Henry, Has just been an absolute joy. Like this kid is just so fun. His summer has been so cool with him. I we love. I mean, I've said it plenty of times. I love playing Pokemon, the TCG, training card Mm -hmm. game. I've taught him. He and I sit down every single night for a good hour or more, and we just Mm -hmm. play cards. We talk, we play, uh, and and then we and then we get ready for bed after. Like it's been such a fun routine. Just uh
1: yeah, play. I like. I love this age, man. Six, seven, yeah. eight, nine. It is so. I say, Henry's your as oldest, as right? and Then Colin's the middle.
0: Colin's okay. in the middle.
1: So he's kind of gotten to that age where he's he can really like understand what's going on, what he likes, yeah. what he does, and he's he's kind of hit that. I think it's if I remember right from the parenting books I read that uh-huh. are great but mostly useless. Um, is that the kind of from a psychological <laughs> standpoint, like at his age they're they're able to like regulate their emotions a little bit better, they're a little un- bit better, able yeah. to understand like consequences of like if I do this, this is the outcome. Yep. And so it seems to be like at that age they're a little bit easier to um uh, you know, to work with, to to have conversations with, to uh, connect with on a different yeah. level than the younger kids.
0: Yeah, and I think what's really been awesome for Henry lately uh, is he's he's kindergarten going into first grade, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And for his age, he's a very good reader, uh, right. and his ability to read has been awesome because now he's able to go through workbooks and read them on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes he enjoys reading the books. He enjoys reading the Pokemon cards, and just he, like it's just so fun to like watch him read the card just silently. Process in his brain and be like, Oh, I can use it to do this. And then right. he'll do it. You know, it's just fun, just like watching him. Yeah. Just like his, his brain is just like growing and exploring. And it was really unlocked because of his ability to read. So it's just been really yeah. fun to see that. But Colin, our middle child, uh, it's no secret Colin's behind uh in comparison to all of his other friends who are also <laughs> for Like kids behind, we all love it. Yeah. He's just kind of like, it's just Colin's are fun, doing just his goofy own thing. kid. Yeah, he's doing something. But there are some things where it's just like, dude, we've told you multiple times. It should be really, you, you should, mm-hmm. you should catch on to this, man. You, you, you got it. And the big thing is pissing into the toilet. That should be a really. At this point, <laughs> at this point, yeah. you should get that. And yep. we've had to tell him multiple times because he tries to be like me or his big brother. He he tries to stand up to pee. You're not tall enough yeah. to do it yet, man. You just The aim's not there. Please
1: sit down. It's just a disaster.
0: It, please sit down. I'm not joking. Right before I came on to record this podcast, I stepped in a puddle of piss. And I had to talk yeah. to Colin. I'm not joking. Like right before. <laughs> yeah, my I don't even know. have time to like wash the piss off my foot. I, I peel off my sock and then I press record yeah, <laughs> like, you just
1: peel it off peel it off yeah. go and record this yeah. is this is the reality of recording like a parenting podcast at night It's just <laughs> the insane stuff you go through during the day like i Yo. we had the same thing we're we're potty training our two year old right now and he was standing there in his his underwear and he kept refusing to sit on the potty and then all of a sudden he's standing there and I hear daddy I'm like yeah bud he goes. I peed in my Crocs, <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, what?" He goes, "I peed in my Crocs," and I walk over, and of course, the poor kid is just standing there in his underwear, just uh-huh. in a pub, and his Crocs are full of pee. And I'm like, "All right, let's get you cleaned up. Let's like get this whole area. We're trying to leave the house. Too. We're trying uh-huh. to get him dressed. So we can leave the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, babe, just." I need a minute. I got to clean up our kids so we can, you know, <laughs> we got to rinse his Crocs off so he can wear them for the day. Oh, dude! But the I- stuff he comes out with. But he does the same thing. He like he'll try to stand or he'll try to like do something that's a little more, a little out of his his ability. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've carpet cleaned a dozen or more times i've mopped bathrooms i've been on my hands and knees scrubbing the floor mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah so if you guys aren't into potty training yet or uh you know you kind of feel where we're coming from it's an exciting <laughs> exciting time
0: man and that's the thing though colin is colin's like potty train. like he's good he knows how to hold it right. it's just the aim and here's the thing i tell right. him you gotta sit down when you pee, okay? Just sit down. He goes, okay. And somehow, because you know, like the toilet, the gap between the toilet seat and the actual and the porcelain. Yep. And it, yeah, the, he's the, right the at pi- that level. The piss fires <laughs> off right through there, <laughs> this and it just stri- it just right leaks the down gap. the side. I'm like, how the Colin? Like do, the size do we do of this? your thing is it does like the physics don't make sense, but somehow they and then. And then sometimes he poops, right? He poops. He, Dad, right. time to wipe. So I'll, I'll try to help him wipe, okay? He gets off the toilet, and I notice there's pee all over his, his butt, like the butthole. Which, how like, did what? you do that? How did the pee get there, Hent, Colin? <laughs> I think he pointed. He tries to point down, but he points He's it so just points far back, back <laughs> and he shoots it back, and he basically oh bidets himself. <laughs> oh, with man. his own piss and so I, here I am wiping it's, and I'm like this is a combo of the pee and yeah. the poo I'm like what? yeah
1: it's, it gets real messy
0: it's like he doesn't push it far enough and sometimes he pushes it way too far back and I'm like can we just have a simple in between
1: can so we find the middle let's find the middle ground and the point is yeah, the, the pee uh, either ends up on the floor or on his butt and I'm like ah, I remember the, the other day I was I was wiping my kid and I, I sort of stood over him. He really likes to um, – when I tell him he needs to be wiped after he use, poops on the toilet, he really loves to go on all fours uh-huh. and then just yeah, stick yeah. his butt up in the air and look back between his legs. <laughs> and, and he just goes, I'm ready. <laughs> I was like – Yeah. And I just stood there for a second with a wipe in my hand, like about to wipe my kid's butt. And I was just like, this is not in any of the parenting books. This no, is not no. in anything I read about or even heard about. Um, um, Like, how did I get here? What, yeah, like, what yeah, steps in my life? Not that I'm, like, unhappy. It's just you have to think through those moments and go, like, what led us to this point? Like, how did I explain this that he went, you know what? I'm just going to go down on all fours and stick my butt up in the air. Yeah, and, Like, that's just, how I'm going to get white. That, like, that makes sense. Is. Yeah, I saw this one meme of a dad. He was like...
0: Man, I had like some sort of disagreement with my little daughter, and I'm trying to like talk sense to her. We had a tense moment and she looks me dead ass in the eye and she just goes and she just runs <laughs> just just dumps in her pants and is like, change me. And she's like, Man, and he's yeah. like, Man, she just owns me so effing hard. That's such, like,
1: a, I can- that's such a power move. <laughs>
0: yeah, just like, you know that's
1: what? Such a power move. <laughs> and she just squee just yeah. rips yeah, one right gotta into clean, her pants. Clean this up. Clean this up, bro.
0: it's like what the man so oh yo back to the that that isn't
1: an an ultimate
0: alpha move i mean yeah i mean that's what daughters do to dads man they just own us so hard the um (laughs) the story about your uh your boy pissing on his crocs though that reminds me so we have a family friend of ours and uh she told katie um she's like "Our, our son like found out one day just got lucky uh, we open we open the closet and we notice that there's like a smell coming out of it, and like, it like took us forever. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? And one we we pull out one of the kid's rain boots, and it was filled with piss, filled. And we're like, <laughs> what the? So he calls over their son, uh, and they're like, what happened? And he's like, I, you know what? What happened? was I pissed in it. That's it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> so, That's it. And, and I, she's I, like, well, I beat "Why didn't?" That's... And you go through the list of questions. Just very logical things. Why didn't you call us? Why didn't you like let us know that you had to go to the? Why didn't you just go to the bathroom? You're five. You know, you go to the. You know, and there was no just. I. You know what? That was the closest thing, and I had to go. And he literally just pissed in the boot and left it in the closet. And they had yeah. they not like. You know, maybe caught a whiff, or you know, or anything like that. It could have just sat yeah. there fermenting for a long period of time because it's summertime. It's, you know, you're not really getting the rain boots out, the snow boots out that often during the summertime right. here. So it could have just sat there oh, back in the can closet you, for as long as possible. Can you
1: imagine going like in you know springtime or or fall and you go to yeah. grab the rain boots out and they're just, just rancid? Oh. Oh, I mean, it, and apparently that's a from what I've been reading about, like that's a relatively common thing. Is like kids will find like a drawer. Or a, a shoe or like a spot in their closet. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's a thing of, it's a matter of convenience. They're like, well, I mean, there's nothing that tells it's me there. that I can't do this, except, <sighs> for, you know, my parents saying, please don't do that. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we, luckily, I'll say our kids,
0: other than calling, you know, missing the toilet here and there, I gotta say, we're really fortunate. Uh, we haven't had too many issues. Knock on wood. Where's wood? Knock on wood. Uh, we haven't had it too many it really issues. It's been nice. Watch Sienna is just going to just rip all over. The, I, we, dude, we've got like – I'm sure you're the same way. We've got just mm-hmm. so much damn baby gear all over the place that we're going to be reviewing. Like it's oh, fun. Yeah. I get to make content, but like, oh, gosh, we have so much gear. And one of them is, is uh, Baby Jogger City Turn. It's a really good revert, turn, like rotating convertible car seat. I asked Katie, awesome. hey, what, what color do you want? brand's going to send us whatever just pick a color she picks the lightest color and it like the most
1: easily ruined one.
0: Oh my gosh for instagram sure for shots for the video it's going to be really pretty in in actual practice because we're going to be using this mm-hmm. car seat long term three right. four five six years this thing is going to get so damn dirty uh yeah. and i i think this thing is washable sure the fabrics are washable but like sienna is going to why, she's gonna be the one to blow out all over this damn car seat
1: and uh it's not gonna be fun. Yeah. I, you
0: gotta go darker car seats, I think. You gotta go darker.
1: Yeah, I so, go I go black, like I, pretty yeah. much every car seat we own is black, maybe with a little bit of dark gray. Well, um, yeah. Same. You, know, you think the dark gray up around the headrest is safe, but like my son exploded in applesauce all over the the grey part at the top. That, it's permanently stained. We can't get it out. Dude, yeah. Um, Our daughter you know, did that with the Duna. It, like, I had to clean applesauce out of the headliner of my truck because mm-hmm. he decided to uh, – he was trying to open an applesauce himself and squeeze the packet. It's and I always – they always do that. And I was like, oh god, what happened? And there's dude. applesauce on the ceiling. It's on the seat. He's like, my applesauce is everywhere. It, like, it, oh, well, it's like, awesome, dude. Bob. Thank every you. Every
0: time we give him some sort of a pouch, not just in the car. Yeah. At home, it just – Fires off my kids. We give them Capri Sun to just, just. I'm like, dude, just be gentle. G- grab it by the by the tips.
1: Oh, it's it's always bad. But yeah, uh, no, applesauce thing. We pro feel tip it. though. Have you seen the um the juice boxes? So where you were you we open up the, the wings?
0: The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you, and you okay. give it to the so, kids like that.
1: So yep. if you guys are having issues with juice boxes, we did for probably six months before we figured this out, and it was. Um, our neighbor up the street who has three like adult daughters <laughs> showed us this. He goes, yeah. yeah, yeah, why don't you just open the wings? And I was like, open the what? Uh, like, what do yeah. you mean? So on every juice box, if you look at it, the way the cardboard is constructed, you can put your fingernail on the sides and open the little triangles on the side, right? Like, peel the wings up. So what that does is it relieves some of the pressure inside the juice box. So if you fold those up, there's it does two things. It relieves some of the pressure so when you the kid, if they are adamant about poking the straw in themselves, when they poke the straw in, there's not as much pressure and it doesn't squeeze the juice, you know, it doesn't come shooting out of the straw at them. The second thing is it gives them little tiny handles. So you can actually put the straw in and then hand them the juice box, the wings, they can pinch the wings instead of squeezing the middle of the juice box because they're... Their first instinct, every kid is to grab the middle and squeeze it as hard as they can so they don't drop it. But if they have the wings, they just grab those and then they can sit there and drink their juice box without making a god awful mess. See, and that was like, I, it, such a life changing thing, and it's so small, and I loved it. That's a big. Ha- I mean, okay, I well,
0: I've I've known about like using it as a handle. I didn't realize that when you flap
1: the wings open, that it relieves the pressure mm-hmm. out of the out of the. Uh, the carton as well, so that that's we cool. We just found because if that. you, what we looked at is like if you don't pull the wings up when you poke the straw in, because we buy mm-hmm. like the big like Costco packs of like the Honest juices. Yeah. When yeah. you poke the straw in you can actually see the juice kind of come up a little bit, right? But when you open the wings and then poke the straw in, it doesn't, it doesn't do, that. do that. So I think that's it cool. just gives you an extra, you know, even extra like half inch of space. So when your kid does squeeze it, it doesn't make as much of a mess. You know, that's a game changer any any little bit is going to help
0: that's a game changer man that's that's cool yeah the uh the amount of mess that we both have endured when it comes to the, the freaking yeah. pouches and the juices it's just so many things ruined but um yeah man uh that's you know that's where i'm at henry awesome colin just goof sienna hard <laughs> uh and you know if there's one thing that i learned it's going to be uh I you know I, I'm I'm ready for my vasectomy.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> think, I think I think everybody's on that train. Oh man, that'll be a good. We're gonna video we're gonna it's... have to make a podcast like about like vasectomy experiences. Oh
0: yeah, I'm gonna. Like, okay, I'm, so I
1: need to get mine scheduled. Dude, I'm I'm ready to get mine. Are you done after two? Yeah, yeah. Two's it for us.
0: Okay, so three is it for us? Uh, I think I think we're about done. Yeah, vasectomies. It's a topic that I feel like was taboo. Not, I mean, I think it's okay. people are more open to the idea nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I know there are some people who are like vasectomy. No, that's your manhood. I would never. But at the same time, the, the, no, I feel like plenty of other guys I'm like, yeah, no, that's great. No, no birth yeah. control for my wife. This is just the, the surefire right. thing to do. No protection ever. This is this is it.
1: So. Uh, like for me, I think the big benefits are like she doesn't have to be on a hormone-based birth control. Yeah, that's the big plus. one
0: for us. Yeah, that's that's the main Just one for us. her body. Yep.
1: Number two, the way I look at like my contributions to our children, right, is like my wife has been through two C sections. Mm-hmm. Like the they give you the option when you're in there for your next C-section of like, Oh, would you like to have your tubes tied while you're here since you're already open and blah, blah, blah. So they do, they, they can bring that up. They're like, Hey, if you're done having kids, do you want to have your tubes tied? Wow. Um, I was just like, right. I was like, you know, I, if, if this is my contribution to making sure that things are like, the way we want them moving forward, then like I can endure a little bit of suffering, like a very minute amount of suffering to ensure that like we're set for the future, right. For the the way we want to live our lives and raise our family. Like if that's my, my biggest contribution, then think, great. I'll go ahead and get that done. Um, Yeah. Cause you know, I haven't had to have my abdomen cut open and children pulled out of it. And like, she did that twice. So like, I can you know take a a valium and get a shot in the scrotum and endure a few days of discomfort. Like I'll yeah. be all right. I'll survive yeah. it. Uh, I'm I might kind of be a baby about it, but I'll survive it.
0: I uh, for us like my wife when we were dating and uh and I mean and when we first got married before we had kids like birth control seemed fine, but it seemed like after our first, you try to get back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to the second, and uh, I mean. Yeah, in between the first and second, she was on it for a little bit. Her body just reacted horribly, and then mm-hmm. every time she's tried like different ones, whether it's IUD or di- like, it, her body just was just a mess. Yeah. And I am like, I don't, well, ex- I, mean, it, I don't have the expectation for her until like you know menopause. Like, I am not gonna no. Right. Like, I think a snip and a few days of discomfort, yeah, be great. Be all right, uh, I'll be yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, right. right. but here is the thing: um, I've kind of like started to get a little bit scared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because leading like every vasectomy story that i've heard was always like oh dude i'd rather get a vasectomy than go to the freaking dentist like it's cake mm-hmm. it's so cake but now that right. my time is here i'm like okay now it's your time get it good let's go right every story that i've heard it's like i a complete nightmare. <laughs> and just like, yeah. oh there's like all this stuff and all these phantom pains and all the I'm just like, what the f-? I don't. know So, yeah. uh and, and based off my insurance too, uh it's not it's elective. It's going to be 500 bucks kind of priced out. So I'm like, all yeah. right, I got to I got to eat that cost uh but I'm kind of like looking into like new opportunities, new jobs. I'm like, oh, if that insurance kicks in, it might be less. So I'm like, <laughs>
1: I'm, do, I'm like, do you hold off? D- yeah, but it's yeah, like you know, it's gonna get you, done. If you've gotten to your, you know, I guess your deductible and all that stuff. You know, it just depends on where you are within we your. Got a insurance. long
0: way to go before you hit that
1: deductible, bro. So, oh yeah, uh, we hit that real early on this year. It was because we baby hit it all in one. Yeah, with the baby yeah. we hit everything in one go. Dude, so now you I'm like, can go do right. so much. Now it's like now it's open. What do I get done? Eat it up. Like oh, eat I need it up. To go man. See like a dermatologist. Maybe I'll get my there second me scheduled. Like oh, it's all, get a body. I scan. love getting those like zero dollar medical bills. Those are great. Oh yeah, like, you got good insurance too. You got good insurance too because you work for financials. Very solid. Yeah, finance places very great insurance. We we really like it. That's what's up. Surprisingly, healthcare organizations. Don't give you great insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, I used to work for a healthcare company and I had terrible insurance.
0: It's that's so weird. It's so I feel like a lot of the best insurance Awful. comes from like finance, uh financial institutions, fintech, some tech companies. I mm-hmm. feel like those ones always get the good stuff. Yeah, they're uh real because solid. insurance, I mean, having been like an employer on that end, it is extremely yeah. important to be able to offer that benefit.
1: Yeah to
0: an employee like one single employee it's like you know a couple thousand for one you multiply that by hundreds it's like oh my gosh it's it's, super expensive yeah Yeah. it's uh it's pretty crazy but uh you know a majority of this episode was talking about uh fourth of july stuff and then uh our struggles as a dad a little bit of vasectomies i think the vasectomy talk is probably going to open up
1: a bit more down the oh, line. going to open a can of worms. I'm really interested to see in the Discord as people listen to this or on YouTube what people yeah, think man. about that. I'd love to, I would love to, ah, I say this now, but I'm like, I would love to know your vasectomy stories, but like, do I really want to know or is ignorance bliss? Should I just can- go in not really knowing and just figure it out? Let me, let me pull
0: one up. Let me pull one up that I got in my <laughs> DMs on Instagram. Just one. Awesome. Um, no, so no, no, no. DM me this-
1: their vasectomy story.
0: Uh yeah well I get random things from from people um oh his name is uh Jignesh I think Jignesh mm-hmm. um Jignesh uh 217 on Instagram he's a cool guy I think he's been following for a minute uh he said heard on your latest episode that you mentioned the possibility of getting a vasectomy. Oh, I guess, he, I guess this is, a refer- I did, I guess we talked about this in a previous podcast. Dude. We
1: might've touched on this
0: before. So he goes uh, about the possibility of getting a vasectomy. I recently got one after a bunch of mental uh, Olympics and a bunch of other dudes I know are on the fence might be a good topic to cover in an episode. For-
1: <laughs> Wait, this is so funny.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Obviously we're going to probably expound on this a little bit more. Um, I, for one, had a great experience. It was easier than getting a dental filling. And then I basically responded saying that, um, yeah, I've always been of the mindset that I'm going to get a vasectomy, hearing so many good and bad stories, but we'll def cover in a future episode. He goes, (laughs) dude, I had a great experience, except the awkward feeling when three ladies and a dude are fondling your junk. Uh, I followed everything <laughs> <laughs> I followed everything to the T and was nearly uh and was nearly pain free. Maybe some minor discomfort for the first few days. I had the traditional procedure, the no scalpel procedure. Yeah, because I'll go back to his mm-hmm. comments, because like, yeah, there's like there's scalpel, there's no scalpel, there's like a tool uh that they right. use and then and when they after they snip the uh, the vas deferens, um then some some get it. I think in the olden days, like they would tie it off. Now they, I think they just cauterize it, right? They just kind of burn. Yeah, I think it. they just cauterize it. And it's weird it, yeah. when you can heal here, not here, I'm sorry, when you can smell your yeah, own apparently flesh Apparently you can burning. smell your
1: vastefarin burning, <laughs> which,
0: which is, is like,
1: you know, not super fired up about the thought of that, but. Oh, man. But um, and he goes, um,
0: uh, yeah, he, uh, he. The, the no scalper procedure uh, is the way to make it more appealing. I went down the Reddit forum, which. That could be a wormhole. Uh, and it had me scared uh, because I'm reading some of the stories. Most people who had bad experiences got cocky, no pun intended, <laughs> and thought they could do more physical activity than they should early on. Jockstrap, ice, chill, uh, the Holy Trinity. Anyway, um, yeah. So well, Jignash had a good experience. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm mispronouncing that, but um, I believe it's Jignash. He had a good experience. So, um, Hopefully, I will follow in those footsteps too. But I'll keep you posted. I got to get the thing scheduled first and uh, find the right guy. I got to find the right guy. I got to do some digging. So
1: apparently, in our area, there's like a guy. There's like the guy that everybody goes to, and um, he's a urologist. And I'm trying to remember the physician's name, but Mm -hmm. yeah, he apparently does everybody. He's done like two or three of like my friends, some who had kids, some who just decided. They didn't want kids, mm-hmm. um, and they all said, "Yeah, real easy, pretty pain free. Um, you know, a day or two of like being uncomfortable, and then you were done.
0: Yeah, that was it. I mean, I would imagine that a majority of the urologists, the the the, guy, the ones who are doing this, are you know, are male, right? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it's interesting if like you go and it's some female pro who just this is her job. Like, man, yeah. I snip." I go, I'm the best at this, but would it just make you slightly uncomfortable? Be like, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like I'd be much make more you, comfortable yeah. with a guy and my, probably my wife would feel much more comfortable with a guy down there too. You know? <laughs> so
1: <laughs> just like you're, I know you're a real pro with the equipment. Yeah. Like you just, you know, you've had it all your life. You got a lot yeah. of experience. <laughs> I, I, and like you probably really take this personally and I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. But uh, I don't know
1: when. When? What's your timeline for this? Um, I mean, I'm hoping I gotta talk to my primary care and get like a, a reference Oof. and all that stuff, but a referral. Um, yeah, yeah, PPO I would or HMO. What kind of plan do you do before the end of the year? But I I would too. Um, so we do. Yeah, we're on a high deductible, like HSA with a like a high deductible plan. So HSA H- with higher use sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was so we have a, like a savings account. There. Yeah, we have like a savings account and then deductible. So you have like an out of pocket max uh-huh, um, uh-huh. instead of a the dedu- traditional deductible.
0: Yeah, um, I've seen. I've so seen yeah, like once you
1: get your out of pocket max, you're basically done for the rest of the year. That's cool. What, what's your what's your max? Out of curiosity, are you are you open to share or no? You're not sure, yeah. Whole family is like seventy six hundred dollars, seventy eight hundred somewhere in there. That's not bad. What's the um, deductible no, for the entire family? But that, I mean, we did the the C section and all that. I mean, that that ate up all of it. Um, uh, and it's you're basically paying a percentage of each procedure, mm-hmm. so it's your you are responsible for paying you know seven like almost eight thousand dollars total. But you're really until paying you hit, like you're you're paying like twenty percent up until you hit that out of pocket max. Max, and then it's done. Um, yeah. And then yeah. It's done so, yeah, and then it's done, and then it's basically yeah, you, just zero from then on. Yeah, it's like you. It's like unless it's something that's not covered or it's totally elective or whatever it is. Right. Right. Okay. That's gotcha. Yeah.
0: I um. Man, the insurance talk. That's it's another big draw for me <laughs> to go back to the standard nine to five. You know, it's just like man, it's yeah. just that's a beast. But. I don't know man that be maybe it'd be fun if we kind of like scheduled it kind of like along the same timeline cuz like I we're yeah. um I we're not I'm not going to do it before we travel uh later this month no. but I want to do it before like my birthday/anniversary slash anniversary time like uh, early October
1: mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: but potentially August early like late August early September is probably yeah. the timeline that I'd be looking at uh so we'll We'll see. I, I, but I feel like, I, I feel like that would be, you know, TBD, guys, for those of you right, guys who are TBD. listening.
1: TBD. That, when, that, when is your anniversary? I'm curious.
0: Uh, early October.
1: Uh, yeah. Early October. We're late yeah. September. Oh, really? When in September? We're literally
0: like right, uh, September 28th. Oh, okay. My birthday's on the 25th. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And, uh, my, my wife is like four days or older than me. And then, and then our anniversary's early October. So what we do is we, uh, we instead of celebrating like birthday birthday anniversary we just do like Splush. one big thing. Yeah, and we there just try to do something big and and it's our 10 year anniversary too, so we're trying to travel, we're trying to get out and well, do too. something fun. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's fun, man. We're we're yeah, yeah we're, we're both we're, in that same. We're team. 10 years this year. What are you going to do? Uh so we're probably I think we're planning just like a weekend away. Mm-hmm. Um probably within driving distance. We're not going to fly anywhere or anything like that just cuz our daughter is still so young. We're not. Yeah quite at the point where we thought we'd be there by now we talked mm-hmm. about it before we had kids we're like we're we're gonna keep traveling we're gonna do all these things uh, it'll be okay we'll leave you know we'll be perfectly fine leaving the kids at home and going out no we're not i mm-hmm. i miss them so much every time it's nice to be away yes um like we did a weekend in savannah around i think around our birthdays or our anniversary last year mm-hmm. um and the whole time, it's like we're calling the kids like every couple hours and all that stuff. Um, you yeah, know, just miss them terribly. Yeah, but, or it's you been know, pictures with with our daughter being so young. You know, we'll probably do a, a. There's a lot of great cities within driving distance of where we live, um, so that'll be our our weekend away. Some really uh, nice kind of hotels and spas and all that stuff. So we'll take a weekend, go relax for a couple of days, and come back refreshed and and hang with the kiddos. Yeah, man, that'll be fun. We uh, I think we're we're gonna be going to Florida for a little bit um
0: uh kind of rosemary beach area i think is kind of kind of the plan we still haven't booked anything but um that's mm-hmm. where we'd like to go kind of arranging the um who's watching the kids type of situation so um but yeah it'll be hard because you know we've still got a daughter who's at like peak difficulty with her uh with her mm-hmm. age so uh, oh, you yeah. know we, we're trying to sort out the details but like we've earned a break Okay, I feel like every year, (laughs) ever since we had Henry six years ago, it's been like we're gonna do Mm -hmm. bigger stuff. Like when we hit this mark, you know, or like, but it's always felt like we've just never been in the right spot to do this because our kids are difficult, you know, or whatever. Um, So, and some families are just really good about like, no, we want our kids to be always in the mix, and I Mm kind
1: of like. And I'm like that to some extent, but I'm also kind of like, no,
0: I'd rather enjoy this with just me and my wife, you know?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's so few times you really get to enjoy things like that. So, you know, if you do get the opportunity, I think it's, it's important to to manage your relationship because, um, you know, the, the few times my wife and I went to therapy together, it's like one of the things that she said to us specifically was your relationship was here, you know? before your kids, your relationship should be here after your after. kids. And so yep. you need yep. to maintain that. Like someday they're going to move out yep, and, and you are still hopefully going to be together. And if yep. you haven't done the work to maintain that relationship, then it's a lot of years of just rebuilding. Yep. Um, and so, you know, as simple as it may seem to take a weekend away, um, or even just a night out, like go on a date, do something you nice for yourselves, good day, date, night, date, whatever it is. Um yeah. just recharge and reconnect. That's so important. Well, I fully agree with that. I've always said, you know,
0: marriage comes before kids, man. Uh it's just where my priorities always are always are. Love my kids, but yeah, yeah, my wife is uh it's important. Strong uh strong marriage leads to strong parenting. Uh I'm sure. So I think that's kind of I think we'll just cap it there. Vasectomy yeah. chat TBD. Uh but what I'd like for to ask is if anyone comments on YouTube or, or leaves a comment or whatever on Spotify or whatever, and you have a vasectomy story, let us know good or bad, preferably the good, but you know, if you've got a story, (laughs) let us know. Uh, I might read off a couple in the next episode. We'll see. Uh, Or, or just shoot me a DM or something like that. And I'd be happy to read off some of these vasectomy stories um, and freak out a bunch of men out there. So, (laughs)
1: Uh, dude, Do you have any any kind of final thoughts before we sign off here? No, nothing. I n- realized the last couple episodes we didn't do a, a household sickness poll. Oh, so uh, how many how many weeks have you gone healthy?
0: Oh, I don't want to jinx this, but I feel like it's been like a month. We've been good. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's summertime,
1: I, I, man. I, I the same thing is like I feel like it's been at least a couple of weeks. I think it's been three or four weeks. And knocked on that wood, man. Um, I, yeah. Knocked no, on my same. wood top desk that I think everybody's been healthy, which, yeah, summertime's been great. Of course, flu season will be here soon enough. But you know what? Well, I'm not going to think about it. We're going to enjoy it enjoy while we it.
0: can. Yeah, man. So hopefully uh, hopefully we're good. Hopefully we're good. But um, I, I'm i hoping, I'm wishing you and your family a good, healthy week a good healthy 4th of july uh if you guys are listening to this right now it's a high probability that you're listening to this after Fourth of july so apologies uh but yeah uh wishing all you guys out there who are listening a uh a wonderful summer wonderful healthy summer and uh if you're listening please uh leave us a five-star review on uh spotify apple wherever you get your podcasts uh as well as liking the video if you're watching this on youtube as well Uh, We really appreciate it, and uh, we we continue to monitor and and look for any sort of comments that uh, stuck out at us. So, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We love hearing the uh, or seeing the viewership continue to grow, and again, share those vasectomy stories uh, (laughs) because I think there's going to be. I I think it's a very fun, entertaining topic. I I, I legit think that we can do a full hour long episode on that topic alone. I think we will. Okay. Anyway, well, thank you guys so much. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.